Welcome to my podcast. My name is Joyous, and we will be discussing the relationship between power and leadership. First, I just want to give a little bit of an explanation of power and how it relates to leadership. So power governs down. So you have a hierarchy, you start at the top and you govern the people on your way down. Whereas leadership governs on their way up. So they build relationships, they gain power through influence and they are able to adapt to their surroundings and gather a group of people to where they are able to lead them. So uh, leaders are like um, champions of the people. So they start from the bottom up, whereas people in power go from the top down. Most leaders can go up to a, well, can get up to a level of power once they have met that hierarchy and they have enough influence and enough people behind them to push their level of power to get them to a certain position or place. Um, But that's pretty much how power and leadership relates to one another. Power starts from the top down and leadership usually starts from the bottom up. Leaderleague.com, it's a website that has all kinds of information about leadership and how it relates to power and how you can use leadership in your surroundings, in your environment, amongst your peers, and also explains how power is adapted to as well. So speaking of power, there are five sources of power. There is legitimate, reward, coerced, uh, referenced, and expert. Legitimate power is usually when you're in a position, uh, say someone that is new, that is hired on into a facility or an organization, and they have a manager or a leader or uh, a boss. the boss would have legitimate power over that new staff member because they have that power through their position. Um, rewarded power is when you use your talents to get certain benefits on the job. So that would be getting great evals and getting a raise, um, meeting a certain sales level to get bonuses. That is an example of rewards. It's pretty much the incentive um, that you gain and you gain your power through the incentives. Course, um, power would be an example of if you're in a position and you are um, leading a group of people, say your staff, um, you coerce them into understanding the rules. So that means if they break the rules, then there are repercussions for that. There are punishments for that. So when you you have coercive power, that just means that when there is a rule set, it is not to be broken. And if it is broken, um, there will be some type of discipline action that will follow that. Um, Reference power is the ability to influence others. They respect, admire, and like you. So the best example of that is, you know, you are working amongst friends 
or there are people that just respect the type of person that you are. You earn their respect by, you know, just working really hard and, you know, gaining the respect of the people that you work with. And expert power is when you really know your job well, or you just really know an area well, and you excel in that area. So people respect you because you are very knowledgeable in a certain area, um, and they respect you for that knowledge. So that is how um, expert power is gained. Summarizing the relationship between influence and power. So influence occurs when a person or group affects what another person or group does and or think so when you're influencing a person um you are using that level of influence as a power over them so it's kind of like if you can convince them to do things that are maybe in your favor or in the favor of the organization or the company that you're working with. That's kind of how influence and power works hand in hand. Um, You have the power to be able to influence and that's usually what most leaders need to be successful when they are leading a group of people. Lastly, I will be talking about determining how relationships between leaders and staff affects influence and powers. So, for me, power is the potential or capacity of a person to influence other people or group. So uh, if you're able, like most leaders in an organization or in a uh, company that they work for, for, most leaders gain their power by allowing their staff to have a say-so in what goes on um, that helps the company function. So the more power you give away, the more of a leader and the more power you gain. So most staff will respect you more when you're transparent, when you put everything on the table, when you make sure that everybody's in the loop, communication is strong. Most staff will respect a leader or a person in power when they are when they give their power to the people they are leading. And in hindsight, it comes back to them because they admire that person, they respect that person, and they understand that they are valued by that person. So in turns, by them giving away a lot of their power, their power is gained by giving it all the way to their staff. So that's kind of how the relationship between leaders and staff affect, affect influence and power, by usually gaining the power by influence the people by allowing them to have the power and what they can contribute to the organization.